0: this episode of rml is brought to you by total graph pro
1: to again. Um,
0: you can find out all the information you need on graph reader pro This episode of RML is brought to you by Total Graph Pro. You can find out all the information on GraphRecover. This episode episode of of RML is brought to you by Total total graph 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 Pro. You can, you can find, find out, out all the information the you need the on.
2: 2014 to 2018,
3: obviously a big spike in India's economy in the tech sector. Bernie, you've got there. The graph here mm-hmm. reiterating this point. So, yeah, just give us the Pretty flavor much. of what this is showing. Sorry, Rob. Just give us the flavor and what, what are these, what is this data suggesting to us, do you reckon?
0: Uh, so, if we look at this graph, it's essentially pitting uh, years on the x axis to GDP in billions. U.S. dollars mm. on the y axis uh, This is a uh, zoomable statistic graph. So, um, it is designed for computers, which means that uh, initially when you look at it, it's sometimes it, it might appear too squashed.
3: Mm. You know, if we also look at this alternative data in regards to India's farming over the same period, we're going to
0: see some very different results. Yeah, this is all on graphwatchpro.com. Head to graphwatchpro to watch all the graphs.
4: Alternatively, if you want to provide your access, why not go with a corporate account? Uh, one of our agents can provide you with the solution, uh, tailored to your corporation's needs.
3: It's real, it's happening, uh, and it's happening in a number of ways, and there are some, there's some stagnation too, and you can learn all about it by getting either a single account. A basic account gets you some data, but the, obviously the corporate account is the most. You get full access there. Um, here on RML, we care about small businesses. We don't want to see them suffer as they have been doing in this current lockdown in Sydney. Of course, we know Sydney's situation is far from ideal, right? small businesses are getting absolutely battered by the lockdown. They need our support, right? They need your support. So, we've put our foot to the ground and our pedal to where our mouth is, and we've gone out to support small business.
4: Thanks, Robbie. We're going to hear now how exactly each of us went about supporting small businesses with a little liquid injection straight into the economy. Uh, I heard over the weekend Mitchell headed out to the local coffee house, Arabican Nights, uh, where he purchased and drank 47 coffees.
3: Holy moly, 47 coffees. That's really putting the money where his mouth is, right? The pedal to the ground there. Obviously, <laughs> and Mitchell can't be with us here today. He's healthy and well. There's nothing to do with this epic local coffee
0: binge, but wow,
3: 47 coffees. Have you ever done that, Bernie?
0: I haven't even got close to that. That is a lot of coffee and I I hope Mitchell is all right. Um, I've heard he's healthy and well and his absence has nothing to do with the fact that he downed 47 coffees, but that's a lot of coffee.
3: Yeah. Mitchell's a co-host of this show and he's absent today, but it's got nothing to do with that. Um, So, what did you get up to? Where, Where did you chuck your liquid injection?
4: I went down to Smoothie Kaluthi at Bondi Beach, a smoothie shop, of course. And the reason why I, I just said uh, I nearly didn't make went full dairy. None of that almond milk, oat milk shit. So my stomach was suffering a little later on uh, yesterday. <laughs> I won't lie. Um, of course. But what yeah, did you have? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh they had so many flavors and look get this. I'm always the first to jump out and support a small business. But when I heard out that this was a Disney movie themed Smoothie Shack, I ran even faster down there. They've got such great flavors. Maleficent Mango, wow. Pursuit of Passion Fruit. I had all of these, by the way. Uh, the Crazy Cookie Monster, Blue Aladdin, Pina Colada. God, the list goes on. Mickey Mouse, Water Mulan, Key Wally, it's spelled. Kiwi. <laughs> yeah, that's so it was and they were all delicious well so um,
3: my liquid injection and you know i'm keeping it liquid here uh i uh went to my local bar 409 it's in the city and um oh yeah yeah. jumped on their bespoke cocktails there they make them ready to order um really nice place i was really sorry to see us on their socials they're posting about their business suffering as a result of the unprecedented uh times and uh, yeah it just felt good to get active there and Helping that small business I, I truly adore that What they do But it, Honestly this, uh, this latest liquid injection On my part Like really set me back Physically and mentally To be honest I was uh, A lot of cocktails In one sitting Will definitely set you back I had The Twisted Screwball The Lemonade and Gin Frothy Frothy Gumdrop That's Gin and Vermouth Spider I had the Happy Feet Cocktail It's a new one Red Bull Vodka Soda Robin Williams Favourite Detroit Screwer And I finished it off With a Dubai Sunset You can see it all in my, I popped it on my highlight reel on my, on my Instagram.
4: Great. That sounds great. Uh,
3: yeah, it was it was good in some way. Well, it was good after, let's just say it was it was good until about the frothy, frothy gum drop. And then from there, it kind of like, I don't know, it was a bit of a heavy episode. But um, yeah. Anyway, what about you, Bernie? where do you pop your liquid injection into the Sydney economy?
0: Uh, so, I was on Pizza Patrol. I wanted to try the best drinks from local pizza businesses around the place that needed support. Great idea, man. Thanks. Uh, So, first stop for me was Domino's Redfern because I heard that they made a killer vanilla milkshake and turns out they do. I had the one liter and it was delicious. Um, More of a thick shake than a milkshake. Did I say milkshake? It was definitely a thick shake. It was almost the viscosity was almost to the point of being a solid uh, so I heard next to my next stop rare varieties of soft drink were available from the Parramatta Road Pizza Hut Lift Mountain Dew in 1.25 varieties bought them both was feeling pretty sick after and having you drank all both that. of
3: those after the thick shake?
0: Yeah, drank both of those 1.25 litres I needed to help these pizza places stay afloat. Yeah, wow. I was feeling pretty sick after having all that, but I knew I needed to keep my support going. So, uh, I knew that if I didn't, these businesses weren't going to make it. So, the guilt the guilt, kept me going. Um, so Where Did, after you, did that, you go somewhere else after that or was that a, for the night? No, I kept going and I was feeling ill. Yeah, uh, wow. I headed down to Ribs and Burgers in Central Park. Um, I know, I know, technically, yeah, it's technically not pizza Is that pizza? Yeah, I was going to say like, what? (laughs) No, I know it's not pizza, but I uh, still wanted to support the small business around uh, Sydney Uh, So what I did is I got a Coke there, I got two Cokes actually, two big 1.25 litre Cokes there As well as a cheeky serve of hickory ribs and a family slider plate Wow, a bit more than just the liquids I know, I know. Uh, it was it was way too much food for me. And
4: What's a slider plate?
0: The slider plate had, I think, five, six mini burgers. Um, di- all the different burgers on the menu in slider form. It was delicious, but it was way too much food for me. And Yeah,
4: it sounds it was, sickening, Bernie.
0: It was against what we were doing. So not only was I overly full, I, I felt guilty as well. Yeah, of course, and, man. Ended up vomiting in the toilets around the corner. Oh no! Actually, actually, I got close. Didn't quite make it there. You didn't make it. What are you talking um, about? I was, feeling, mm. I was feeling dizzy. I think I must have lost consciousness for a few milliseconds.
3: I don't think any of these businesses the would advocate for the way you felt, man. I'm sure they appreciated your liquid injection, but
4: yeah, it sounds like a liquid injection straight into those uh, public toilets, Bernie.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, almost. Almost. Yeah. I, I didn't get there. Then ended up. Waking up with the COVID marshal over me shouting. That doesn't sound good. What were they shouting you about?
4: I hope he was wearing a mask as well.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a blur. But COVID marshal, I woke up with the COVID marshal over me just shouting at me. to yeah. wow, social distance. I don't know. It's terrible. Now.
3: Honestly, yeah, I applaud. I applaud some of that for sure, Bernie. I reckon that's a you know really a, you know applaudable effort in some ways, and then in others, I'm like, <laughs> I hope you're all right. But um. Yeah. yeah, in
0: some ways, it sounds like a little bit of a comedy of errors, you know. Um, a series of comedic errors, yeah. The food was the first one, I guess.
3: Well, you know, if you're interested in, you know, sort of comedy of errors, uh, I'd stick around right here on this show, Robbie's Modern Life, and FBI Radio, 94.5 FM, with Sophie Burney and myself, Robbie, because right around the corner, we've got some comedy of errors coming at you that, you know...
0: Yeah, the comedy
3: of errors We've got the comedy of errors around the corner Coming up
4: Don't go anywhere
0: Don't go anywhere I'm not, Please, I am not. <laughs> I the
4: I'm not Stay the f*** at home Keep your headphones f- in, f- <laughs>
0: in <laughs> home. Don't go anywhere
4: I'm in Queensland and it is sunny
2: I have the palm trees me
0: Comedy of Errors on RML This week we'll be looking at a credit card mishap and have you ever been on a flight to the wrong city? Well, for some people, an honest mistake from a pilot led them in the wrong direction. But first... 21-year-old Ryan is an apprentice carpenter who commutes to Eastern Sydney for work during the week. One morning, while stopping off for a cup of coffee, something went awry.
5: Yeah, I just went to order my coffee from my normal place, roasted goods, and they usually make it before I pay, but on this day, I went to get my card and I accidentally tapped my opal. Weirdly enough, though, uh, the transaction went through and there didn't seem to be any issues with the cafe getting the money or anything.
0: What seemed harmless initially turned into a bit more of a headache for Ryan and the barista at Roasted Goods.
5: So, after the guy made the coffee, the card machine started making some kind of scary noise and it just started freaking out. The barista turned on me real quick and was saying, I fried the machine with my Opal. Uh, By that point, I'd already had my coffee and I was late to work, so I just had to go. I hopped in my car and I was out of there, quick smart. So,
0: what started as a simple error for Ryan, soon turned into comedic gold.
5: By tapping my Opal card on the machine, uh, I somehow gave all of my recent trip history to the cafe and the barista was mad that I fried his machine, so he started following me to the train stations and bus stops that I go to, because he knows where I'm going to be because, yeah, all the trip data is from the card. So once I realized this, I decided to stagger all my trips, uh, hopping on at the next station and stuff, uh, so he didn't cotton on for a while. Also, when he was looking for me, I'm pretty sure he had a knife on him. But then one day, I was hung over and I wasn't thinking, and I stupidly went back to the cafe. fronted me and was like mate I've been looking for you and at this point I was realizing what I'd done and I was shitting bricks and he just said you forgot to stamp your loyalty card you've got a free coffee next time you come in when you buy a muffin and we both just went silent for about a minute then we broke out laughing Ended up buying him a beer and apologising for the whole thing over, you know, a a few down at the pub mid-morning.
0: Wow, what a story. Thank you so much, Ryan, for getting involved. So, why is this funny? Not only did Ryan slip up and accidentally pay with his Opal, and it worked. It then backfired, fried the machine, and he had to leave because of work. He ended up being stalked by the barista for weeks. And apparently the barista even was wielding a knife trying to hunt him down. But when he accidentally went back to the cafe, the barista was seemingly willing to put all that behind them. They ended up sharing a beer at the pub and apparently they're still friends.
3: So last week, you may remember we mentioned here on this show, Robbie's Modern Life on FBR Radio ninety four point five FM, the Homebush blowhole. A few times we mentioned that last week. It's a natural marvel located in Homebush that was discovered about three years ago. With large crowds regularly gathering to marvel at it and get that much sought after picture for social media. Its popularity has grown exponentially over that time as a result of big celebrity names sharing images of it online. We're talking Snoop Dogg, Ellen DeGeneres, Fleetwood Mac when they were last in town, Kevin Parker, Kesha, Samuel L. Jackson, Kanye even, and the cast of Real Housewives Atlanta. The list goes on and on. It really is a phenomenon.
4: That's right, Rob. And naturally, there's been a very strong and sustained inclination in the Homebush blowhole, in spite of the clear public health orders advising the complete opposite. Hence, our repeated messaging last week: avoid the Homebush blowhole at this time. The crowds amassing are too numerous. It is unsafe in terms of viral transmission, and with the understanding that it could explode at any moment, it is long overdue to do so. And look. We hate to say we told you so, but it appears that our explicit instructions to avoid the homebush blowhole have been totally, completely and utterly ignored.
0: We regret to inform you that 33 people are currently in hospital after the predicted explosion of the homebush blowhole on Friday at around 2pm in the afternoon. Happened swiftly with little visible warning, erupting with an explosive force that scientists are estimating was equivalent to 10 times that of a typical wallaby scrum. This force in itself is bad enough, but add to that the heat of the water, and you got yourself a recipe for disaster. Absolute disaster. The homebush blowhole is unique in that it functions both as a blowhole and a geyser. See, not many people know this. It is incredibly dangerous and we hate to say we told you so, but this has just gone and done a number on 33 people who are now in hospital. At one point, the average temperature of local seawater and at another time, beyond boiling point, you can never know when's, when's what. At the
3: time of Friday's calamity, the temperature of the Homebush blowhole's water explosion was the equivalent of 10 times that of the average Siberian geyser. That's 1200 degrees Celsius. Combine the force, the temperature, and the speed of this explosion's oncoming, and you have a recipe for one of the worst disasters Sydney has ever had to endure. I sat down for a chat with one of the victims to learn exactly what was going through their head at the time and why. Mate, why?
2: Honestly, this has got me quite shaken up. If you ask me why, I almost couldn't tell you. The amount of celebrities' social medias that I saw, they were all posting about it, and the amount of media hype to this thing is through the roof, so I couldn't not go and take a look.
3: (laughs) We're very sorry to see you were in this position, but the messaging was so plain. The homewish blowhole was set to burst at any moment. What were you thinking, mate?
2: (laughs) Robbie, I've got to be honest, mate, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking at all. If I was thinking, clearly, I would have not gone in the first place. And the same goes for the thousands of other people that were there, mate. Sorry. Get yourself together.
3: No, it's all right, mate. It's all right. So if you could relive it all over again... What would you do differently?
2: I tell you what, mate, I wouldn't do it in the first place. If I could relive that moment and go back to that day, I would not have gone. Knowing the position, knowing the position it would put myself and the rest of the community in. The blast, I just can't even, it keeps playing back over in my head. Just the blast. The hot guys of steam, it was steaming hot. The screams around me. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't have done it if I could have that day over again. I definitely would not have gone to that blowhole.
3: I think I believe you when you say that, mate. What what would you say to those still thinking of attending the Homebush blowhole?
2: Anyone out there, I stress this within an inch of my days. Do not attend... The home bush blowhole. <laughs> Please think of your families. Think of the families of others. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> and think of yourself.
3: Terry, it's a sobering, it's a sobering exchange. Uh we'll keep your last name private, but we appreciate your time here in Robbie's Modern Life.
2: Thanks very much, Robbie. I appreciate
3: it. A speedy recovery to you, and uh, it's a sobering lesson.
2: Thanks very much, I'll be in.
3: A speedy recovery to you. Hate to say we told you so, but a speedy recovery.
2: Thanks, mate.
4: This is Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio 94.5. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. Or the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Thanks,
3: that's Thanks beautiful. Sophie. Where was that one? Pardon? Where was that one found? Sorry. That's
4: Deuteronomy 31, verse 6.
1: Oh, okay. Hang oh.
3: Thank you for that. The so, Old Deuteronomy. Beautiful. How you? How are you feeling? You got Kristen recently. You've, you, um, you're you getting I'm, right into it.
4: Yeah, I feel good. I'm still happy with my decision. Um,
3: is there a way of like if just say for instance, is there a way of reversing it? Like if you just if you not that, and I'm not suggesting it will happen or anything like, that, but if you did feel as if you wanted to revoke revoke that in some way, is that a possibility in some way?
4: Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't ask because I was so sure about my decision.
1: Mm. Okay, how did it? How did it work? They just dunked you. Like, did they have to get a couple of people to lift you and dunk you? So, like, yeah,
4: there were, it, it was. There were two people at one at my head and one at my feet, um, mm. and then there was the minister who did it. Uh, who did the christening Okay Yeah
0: Sounds nice Did the minister dunk in as well Or like was it an all-in situation Or was it kind of just like
3: Robbie's Modern Life FBR Radio 94.5 FM My name is Robbie Armfield With me of course is Sophie Gordon um, Yeah Mitchell J C. Hey And Benny Bogie. And the weekend, right? The weekend, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, you know, the nights off we all live for, right? Socializing, enjoying times with mates, conversations, eating, drinking, binging. It's so good to get that time off. I'm serious. And there are so many activities. The rules are simple for this game, right? It's Friday or Saturday night. We are going to say an activity, do, does, the activity belonged to a Friday or a Saturday night. It's so simple, right? I wait to Mitch, play this. Yeah, well, me and Mitch are going to we're going to play oh. this today. Oh, cool, um, awesome.
1: Is so it
4: not two player?
3: It's a two player game, so we're going to start it off right. So, Mitch, dominoes.
1: Oh, okay. And I just answered Friday or Saturday. That's correct. Go ahead, dominoes. Um, Got to be a Friday night, you know? Friday night footy uh, with the boys, getting some pizzas, dominoes. Yep, Friday night. Yep.
3: Wow. <laughs> I was pizza is
1: very nice. They're fresh ingredients and uh, it's really good. Okay. Hey, Rob, I've nice. got one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo Switch and Thai Takeaway. Oh, I know. Hold this it. It's a two-person game, Soph. Hold it. I'm going to just mute your um, mic, Soph?
3: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: I think Friday night. Oh,
3: nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well All right. Good way to start. Good way to start the game. One, one. Okay. One, one. Harry Potter Marathon. Mitch, me and you are playing this. Harry Potter Marathon.
1: Mitch, are that's going to answer Saturday? Uh, Hi, hang Bernie. on, Bernie. Hold on. <laughs> All right, Do you want to just hold. turn your game down a bit? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll turn I'm going to go down down with Saturday. Saturday.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next up. What have we got okay. here, Mitch? Uh, Inner West Warehouse Party.
3: Bit of a trickier <laughs> one, we're eh? house buddies it's probably one of the- I reckon
0: we're I'm going to say, it's I'm going to say a Saturday night. Yes. Oh, nice. oh, wrong. Pretty good Damn. at this. Oh, Pretty good, good at this. All right. What's you guys are both name? good at this. What
3: sound was that? Correct. All right. Uh, no, T's and Nang's night, it's Friday or Saturday night. Oh. oh. Hey, of course, you at home, feel free to jump in. On the conversation here, 0409-945-945. Text in if you think uh, it's Friday or Saturday night, any of the things we're mentioning here. So,
1: GNT's and Nang's night, Mitch, Friday or Saturday night? Yeah, I might need some help from the text line on this one, I think. Um, yeah, I'm a bit stumped. I'm here to help, so here to help as well. Yeah, I might yeah. actually tag someone in. If Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Who are you tagging? Uh, so, if I might t- tag you in for this one. Is that part of the rules? I think so one of my lifelines. I think. Is this? Is it, wait.
3: Let's ask. Let's ask, Is this one of the rules? The
1: well, rules are pretty simple. That's it,
3: what
1: is. That's how
2: it is. So that It is. Is that like an affirmative sound or?
3: It's ambiguous, but I'm going to run with a yes. So, all right. G and T's and Nangs night. So, what do you reckon, Friday or Saturday night?
4: Um. I'm gonna say Friday night. Oh. oh. Oh, a
1: shame
3: Nice That's, one Yeah um, Friday or Saturday night on Robbie's Modern Life Night markets Night markets, Bernie I reckon Oh, oh I'd say Thursday night, but I can't So I'm going to say Saturday night
0: Yes
1: Yes Well done Thank you Well
3: done uh, Pizza Hut I don't know how they make that, that cup You're asking pizza, me? Actually. I don't know how they uh, this is a free for all. This one,
0: good point, Rob. Do they use like a machine? Oh, I'm not sure how they. I think, then.
4: I think that it's it starts already cut and then they put it in the oven or something. I don't know.
1: Oh well, they have big. to be like a machine then or something. It's so precise. So is ordering
3: Pizza Hut is Pizza Hut Friday or Saturday night activity? I don't
0: think that's Saturday. I'm just going to say that.
3: Okay. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. Totally. Better, like, better like next time. Um spinning what? your shirt around your head.
1: Is this another free-for-all round? Yes. All in.
3: Friday. 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 Yes. Yes. Yep. 10-pin bowling. Friday or Saturday night? Friday.
0: Friday. Friday night. Yes. Yeah. Too easy hey. on that one.
1: Hey, here's that. This one's just for um, you, Rob. Yep. It says passing out in the laundry from drink. Mm. Brackets.
3: Saturday night
0: Now from illness Passing out from illness in the laundry Friday night Oh Yeah Try this next one Borrowing your mate's car keys This is an all in Borrowing your mate's car keys For the car? Is that an activity? specified?
4: Driving your friend's car That's Saturday for sure
3: no, but it doesn't the say the drive. It just says the back key. It doesn't, keys. Say, yeah, it
1: doesn't just say the, the
3: keys. I think if it's just the keys, it's Saturday. I
1: don't know if that counts as an activity. <laughs> Borrowing car keys.
3: I'm confused by that one. All right, this is a free-for-all Woolies run. Friday. Yeah, that one's easy. Eagle yeah. Boys. Saturday.
4: I love Eagle Boys.
3: TV. Oh, I want to roll. Whirling <sighs> shirt around while wearing a different one. So if this is specifically for you. I reckon
4: Saturday, safe.
3: So. Saturday. Ooh. Okay. Now, Mitch, this one's for you. Homemade pizza. What do you reckon? Friday or Saturday? Oh, I think that's a Friday night vibe. I needed, Friday You yeah, Probably need an appropriate tool to cut that to perfection, right? Finding oh, yeah. A reliable pizza cutter can be a nightmare
1: these days. Yeah, I yeah. know. You're right. Yeah, you don't want it to end up like an Eagle Boys pizza. You want it like the Domino's ones. They cut them real nice. Friday or Saturday night on Robbie's Modern Life.
0: Cuddly Friday Nice
1: Hardcore sex That's gotta be Mm. a Saturday For me anyway Personally
4: Yes Well done Yes
1: (laughs) Nice Thank you Well done on that Uh,
3: This one's for you Bernie Chill drinks with close friends Sitting
0: (laughs) Personally Friday
3: Yep
2: Yes. Yep. Yes.
3: Okay, and this is the speed round. Um these ones are for Sophie. Watching the footy. Friday. Movie Marathon. Saturday. Deep dish pizza. Ooh. Saturday. That one is hard to cut without the right tool. Tenet. Friday. Takeout Ooh, nice. pizza. Takeout pizza.
4: Ooh, takeout pizza. Um Saturday.
3: Yeah, Friday mm. that one. Sometimes it's a bit hit and miss. I think a good pizza comes down to how the ingredients are used and how the pizza's cut. Right, truly a good cutter really goes a long way with mm. these ones. Do pretty you guys right. know any good pizza cutters? I've been using the Pavlov Slice made, Um, but it's I, don't, I, I like it. I, I'm just wondering what you guys think. I ordered it online. It came within a business day. That's pretty quick.
0: I've heard about that. I've heard that
3: it's they, pretty good.
4: Cut. They have a one day business guarantee, right? One a day, one
3: day yeah, 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 yeah. Pavlov Pavlov Slice made. It was it's. Doing pretty well, and it arrived as guaranteed within a
1: day. Mitch, have you used it? I haven't personally, but I I think I've seen it used, um, yeah, on some ads. I was really interested. Looks really good. Friday or Saturday night on Robbie's Modern Life.
3: Friday or Saturday night right now on Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. Listening live, listening back. If you're listening live with us, hello. If you're listening back, g'day to you as well. Um, Mitch, this one's for you. We're playing the game Friday or Saturday
1: night. Midnight Mass, is that a Friday or Saturday night? Oh, I think Friday night, but Saturday morning? <laughs> no, no, Saturday night. Ah, it's a shame. Dine-in pizza yeah. at a fancy restaurant. Uh, Friday, for sure.
3: Yeah. De Mario's Italian Trattoria and Leichhardt. They use the um, Pavlov Slice Mate. It arrived there
1: huh.
3: really, really quick. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mate Mario, um, old friend of a friend. Um, they, they've been using that Pavlov Slice Mate for three fortnights now, and it's been going off. Yeah, like people are really commenting on how well the pizza's cut. Anyway, pizza painting jigsaw, Bernie.
0: Uh, I'm going to go tsk,
2: tsk, tsk,
1: tsk, tsk, uh, Friday night. Yeah. With sometimes the- it's hard to, um, cut the pizza jigsaws if the cut is like really blunt, you know,
0: you need that. You need the right one. Yeah. I'm still, so that's easy. That's for sure. Yeah, I find yeah, it hard shopping. when the jigsaws are like, if they haven't cut it properly in the actual picture and the cuts go along the lines, it's hard to work the jigsaw out. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Friday or
3: Saturday night. We, the rules are simple, right? We read out an activity.
0: You decide if it's a Friday or Saturday night. Quick score check. Quick score check. 25 points. I myself on 15. Mitch, 26. And Sophie on also 26 points.
2: Hmm.
3: Yes. It's really anyone's game at this point. Um, Bernie, you take these next one. This is a speed round. You want me to answer them or ask them? Stan Binge. Friday. Fuck. Browsing Flight Center. Friday. Easy. Ah. One extra large pizza and COD Modern Warfare 2. Saturday.
1: Oh. Oh. Hike. Obviously, Friday. <sighs> Oof. You've dropped to like three points, man. This is Lastly, Italian game. quiz night.
3: Ah, oh, Saturday. Ah. <sighs> What? Oh, it preempted you. That'd go perfect oh. with a homemade pizza uh, with that authentic Italian feel. Getting the right cut of the pizza is essential to that experience, in my opinion. Have you guys um, heard of the Pavlov Slice Mate? It cuts deep. It cuts clean. It's been... I've got friends in the industry that are using it professionally. They love it. I've had it in my yeah. house for a few weeks now. It's going well as well. Have you used it? I see. Nice. you no. talking about it. Pardon?
0: I heard you talking about it, but I've only had yeah. good things. I only had good things from it. It's
1: pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, what yeah. about this next one here? Uh, uni study. This is free for anyone. Um,
4: Saturday.
3: Nice. Uh, nice. Meal prep. Off it's pizza on a Saturday. Oh, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's pizza, you need something to cut it. Uh, The Pavlov SliceMate is actually super effective for stuff like this. Cuts first time, clean, super easy. Has a detachable blade that you can sharpen and clean in a matter of minutes. Order now over the phone and receive a second Pavlov SliceMate blade free of charge. The Pavlov SliceMate can be paid in four easy payments of $49.99. Trust us, the way you cut your pizza is important. You're gonna be tasting flavors you never even dreamed of, right? The Pavlov Slice Mates here to revolutionize pizza cutting. Join the Slice Mate Army. Cut your pizza like the pro chefs do and top pizza restaurants around the globe. It's made with genuine Italian stainless steel. The Pavlov Slice Mate comes with a three-year warranty and a money-back guarantee if you don't like the way it cuts. If you're unhappy with your Pavlov Slice Mate, get in touch within 30 days from your initial purchase and we'll refund the cost. No hassle, no hidden charges, no BS. The Pavlov Slice Mate's here to stay. It's part of the way we eat pizza. Your four easy payments, 49 dollars away from taking your pizza to the next level.
4: The Pavlov Slice Mate. Get slicing today.
3: RML FBI. Hello, my name is Robbie Armfield. With me, I'm a two amigos, Benny Boggy. Hey, 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 and Sophie Gordon.
4: Hey, 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 hey.
3: And oh. who can guess the big news recently? The big, big news. I'll give you a clue. 2032. What want mm. happened, guys?
1: Hmm.
3: Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane. That's They've right. Elected Bernie. the new Olympics. The Olympics are coming to Brisbane in 20. 20- Thirty-two, And, you know, that's why we just played that amazing song by Nat Z and Chappelle Corby. We're in Queensland. It's sunny. It's going to be sunny in 2032. Brisbane's going to be underwater Olympics. by then. <laughs> well, that's speculative. Every four years, the world's come together. They get behind their countries and they huddle around their TV to watch the competition of worldly proportions. It's called the Summer Olympics. There's an old adage, hey, Soph.
4: Yeah, Murphy's Law. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah, It means if something can go wrong, it will. And of course, the 2021 Tokyo Olympics is certainly not immune. You know, from the COVID-19 attack on the ability of the 2020 Olympics to go ahead to today's very edition of Olympic Stories, Tokyo has proven its resilience and will to make the dreams of athletes from all around the world come true.
0: Right here on RML, we're bringing you the stories that don't quite make the headlines throughout the most exciting time of the year. This is Olympics Stories. The head of the Spanish sports team, the Chef de Mission, was mistakenly put into the COVID bubble for chefs rather than the Spanish team's camp.
4: Oh, gosh. What? Bertie, what what does Chef de Mission mean? Sorry.
0: Well, I had to look it up. Translated directly from French, chef de mission means head of mission. So in the Olympics world, this title refers to the person who leads a national delegation, including athletes, coaches, and other behind-the-scenes team members who form the mission or team.
4: Okay. Mm.
0: The chef de mission is usually an athlete who has hung up their hat and come back to help in another way, being a chef. And cooking food for the people. Like Over. the red frogs at schoolies? Pretty much, Rob. But instead of just red frogs, they cook all sorts of meals for them. Um, pancakes? Pancakes. They cook uh, healthy, healthier meals as well for the athletes who need to be top of their game. Oats. Fruit. Right. Okay. All sorts of beans and stuff. To give depends on what the sport is, but...
3: So, we're learning here about the latest Olympic stories, the stories that don't really get talked about. They don't the often see, media.
0: you don't see them in the mainstream.
3: Mm. For whatever reason, you don't see them and that's why you come here to us for the real stories that hit the ground. So, what's a chef de mission?
4: So, translated directly from French, chef de mission means head of mission. So, in the Olympics world, this mm. title refers to the person who leads a national delegation, including athletes, coaches, and other behind-the-scenes team members that form the mission team. And you see, the chef de mission has usually been an Olympic athlete themselves. And now they've hung up the boots and have come back in a more diplomatic role uh, to lead a country's team through the Olympics. And this terrible, uh, freaky Friday-esque blunder that we're bringing you today on Olympic Stories has really thrown the Spanish chef de mission, Miguel de Rosario, right into the deep end off the Olympic 20-meter diving board, I might say.
3: Oh, (laughs) my God. So, the chef's bubble, right? It's a notoriously high-pressure environment, with itineraries and training being organized in a near-military fashion. The Spanish chef de Mission was given a litany of recipes to cook for those of the camp, particularly given that there were a lot of uh, allergies and stuff like that. A tradition on the third night of the Olympic chef camp is the culinary decathlon, where each chef must cook a 10-dish meal for the other chefs, unassisted by the other cooks. This is unheard of, Sophie.
4: <laughs> this is a serious blunder, <laughs> obviously de Rosario a diplomat not a chef was absolutely terrified by this prospect as a diplomat others are usually the ones cooking for him you know Uh, so this was very scary prospect for him and he was given three demands for this culinary decathlon a seafood paella extravaganza gazpacho a cold Spanish tomato soup and blood sausage croquettes um which is just totally out of his wheelhouse,
3: or otherwise known as Mozilla croqueta. Of course, Robbie. Wait, so
0: this bloke's not a chef, or he is a chef?
4: He is not a chef, Bernie. He's
3: a uh, he's a I participant he a in the Olympics, right? He's an athlete.
4: He once was an athlete. Uh, now he's hung up the boots to become the chef de mission. So obviously, I'm, I'm so sure he you wants guys- to become a chef. Obviously, you guys cannot to see how this mistake happened. You know, uh, the chef de mission is a title uh, that means the head of mission. But someone's just looked at the sheet and gone, chef. Okay, let's put him in the cook's camp and mm. made this terrible mistake.
3: So <laughs> this guy's a chef and he was chucked on the diving board at the Olympics. <laughs> is that what I'm looking
0: <laughs> for? Straight
4: into the deep end.
0: Maybe the Excel sheet didn't go past like four letters. It was like chef dot dot dot. they're like oh it must be chef from spain
4: all i can say is what a mess it's funny how no one talks about these things right
0: what a mess it's funny how nobody
3: talks about these things every week on rml we're going to be detailing these stories from the front lines of the olympics that people aren't so much aware of and they don't really want to talk about every week on rml we're going to be highlighting more of these olympic stories for you so be sure to tune back in at the same time every week right
4: Absolutely. Midday till one. That's when Robbie's Modern Life airs or live on the radio.
3: That's right, Sophie Gordon. Hey, thanks so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, Bernie Bolgi. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Wow. Always. Wow. All the best to Mitchell JC. I hope he's doing all right. It's got, you know, his absence got nothing to do with, uh,
4: Liquid injection. Liquid
3: injection, but um, we hope he's doing all good and stuff like that. Uh, my name is Robbie Armfield, and be careful to jump online and like Robbie's Bottom Life, the Facebook page. Sophie Gordon uh, runs that does an excellent job of bringing you the latest news there. And you can also listen back to this podcast everywhere you like on podcast platforms, whichever one you choose. And actually, do you know what? Next week, it's really going to be a good show because we've got this coming up.
4: Coming up next week on Robbie's Modern Life, you can ask that. Okay. Here we go, I guess. Are you nervous? <laughs> Here goes nothing. Oh, I was waiting for this one. Oh, sorry. I picked Lawson. It's your turn to choose a question. Oh, I knew this would get asked.
1: Is it just a choice?
4: Are you ashamed?
1: What did your parents
4: think? How do you sleep at night? When did you realise? Is it embarrassing? No questions are off limits. You can ask that. Coming up next week on Robbie's Modern Life.